0: If you didn't catch this week's guest interview yet, you should go back after this episode and listen to my conversation with Wendy Gilhula. We talked about the importance of having the courage to step out towards your dream. So that's under Season 2, and it's Episode 30. Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean Exactly. I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie DeSette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi, everyone. Welcome to solo episode number 40 of Beyond Retirement. Last week I finished off the mini-series on cheap travel with a little summary of the relative costs of various destinations. As expected, there's a lot of variation between continents, but there are even some big differences between different regions of the same country. And now that we're done, I'm pretty excited because uh, now we're finally getting on to a topic that I really want to talk about. For the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about house-sitting. Some of you know I've been doing some house sitting over the past couple of years in preparation for making it my retirement gig, the way I'm going to travel and see the world and visit some of the places that I want to see. I've been asked quite often whether house sitting is really a thing, so I suppose it makes sense to start with a bit of an explanation of exactly what house sitting is, because there are a few different versions and different ideas of it floating around. most basic definition of house sitting Is that it's a service provided to a homeowner when the owner is going to be absent for a period of time? The service involves taking care of the owner's home, possessions, and most often, at least one pet. Through an agreement made prior to the sit, the house sitter gets accommodations in the house in exchange for the responsibilities of looking after the home, namely, maintaining it in the condition that the owner keeps it, and ensuring that the owner's pets remain in their regular routine, keeping them healthy and happy. Now this can be done for a few hours, or a day, or it can be for a week, or a month, or it can even be for many months. And it's entirely up to you what sort of sits you want to apply for. And of course, you have to keep in mind that applying for a sit doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it. It can be a very competitive market to uh, break into, and having a good reputation and plenty of recommendations under your belt is important for most of the more coveted sits. It's a bit of a catch-22 that way. You can't get reviews and a good reputation unless you've got some sits, and you can't get a lot of sits if you don't have reviews and a good reputation. Many house sitters have their whole year planned out in advance, with any off time scheduled as well. Once you've been a sitter for a while, there are sometimes regular sits that you can do if you're interested, because quite often a homeowner will go away for the same period of time every year, And if they've enjoyed your services before, they'll often invite you to come back and do it again. And there's quite a big community of house sitters around the world. And a lot of them know each other through various uh, groups on Facebook and, and other ways. And sometimes they refer people if they can't do a sit that's been asked. They'll refer it to someone else that they know will do a good job. Most of the people I know who are house sitting full time don't charge for the service. The most obvious reason for this is because they're doing it internationally and if you're getting paid for the service, you're working. And generally speaking, people who are visiting another country are there on a visitor visa rather than a work visa, and being paid for a service when you're on a visitor visa could potentially lead to trouble. My sits have been a mixture of paid and free sits. When I apply for a sit on one of the many house-sitting platforms, I'm offering my service for free and if I'm invited back for another sit with that person, it's always for free. But many people reach out to me locally because they've heard that I'll look after their pets for them while they go away. I'm usually compensated for those sits. Originally I told them that I wasn't charging, but they all made me take money. And hey, who am I to argue if someone wants to give me money? I've also been asked about whether the homeowner pays for your travel to get to their home if it's a a long ways away. I imagine there might be situations in which this happens, but generally speaking, it's the responsibility of the sitter to get to the location of the sit. This is part of the reason why so many sitters have their schedules all planned out in advance. If you can avoid backtracking when you're traveling, it's definitely a savings. Naturally, there are different types of sits, not just in length, as I mentioned before, but also in the amount of work that's involved. It's reasonable to assume that the energy involved in taking care of a single cat in an apartment, for example, is not the same as that required for taking care of a hobby farm. And there are sits for every type of interest, city, suburb, rural life, in almost any country you can think of, and single pets to farms full of animals. You can see that house-sitting is a, a huge, huge uh, I don't want to call it a business, but it's a huge thing. And there are so many different types of sits that are available. I think I'm going to leave off here right now. The next subject that I'm going to talk about is whether house sitting is a hobby or a lifestyle. So that's going to be next week's topic. So be sure to tune in. And I'd like to say or suggest to you that you listen to the next guest interview as well. I'm going to be talking with Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. He's gonna tell us how to reach our full potential in whatever we're doing. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoy it as much as I have. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, Drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.